Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I'm Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on December 30th for the Solemnity of the Holy Family, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Boniface Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. We are here. We are here to celebrate family, and it is good. It is it is fortuitous that uh, that we have this celebration and uh, Bill's family with us because family is real. Family, if if anything, it's it's real. I I often tell people in the confessional, it's it's a product. It's a nasty nasty product of original sin and, and our uh, fallen nature that we can be so kind of mean to the people who we love the most. It's just kind of the reality of family. We are most comfortable uh, with our family, and so we're able to kind of push them a bit further. I have, for years, held on to an image of a particular uh, uh, small family uh, that I ran into uh, many years ago. It was at an intersection. I was actually in my car on the opposite side of the intersection, completely unable to do anything in the moment uh, with what I saw happening before my eyes. Uh, There was a a younger woman and her small child, uh, barely able to walk, I would say, uh, probably barely able to put one foot in front of the other. And the mother was talking to a group of what I assumed were friends at a bus stop. So they're gathered around on the side of the street. And it was a busy intersection. And this little child began to walk into the street and kind of frozen, not knowing what I could do if there was anything that I could do. Uh, I, I, I didn't, I just was paralyzed. I was just there. I, I, I just watched this unfold. I thought, well, maybe if I honk, that will help. But then that'll draw attention to me and not to the child, and what am I to do? It, thankfully, thank God, the mother turned and saw this child walking in the street, and I thought, okay, good. Everything's gonna be okay. She, she runs to him, and at that moment, I thought, I'm gonna preach about this one day. I know it, because I had it all in my mind in that split second how it was gonna turn out. Well, it didn't turn out nearly like I thought it would turn out. I will say, uh, and I have a reason, uh, that this uh, young mother and her companions and the child probably were of a lower social economic class. And the only reason I say this, the, the only reason, is that Lord knows what the family life was like for this young woman and her young son and the rest of them. Lord only knows. But she took this, she didn't scoop down and, and reach and grab that child up in her arms and, and carry him back to safety. She yanked him. She took a hold of his arm and basically just kind of threw him over back onto the sidewalk and then proceeded to pop him on the head. He's barely able to walk and she's, I mean, from what I recall, I mean, near child abuse was what it looked like. I mean, just over and over again. And I'm certain that that mother loves her child. 
and I'm certain that she cares for him and desires his safety, but her ability to convey that, again, for whatever reason, her, her upbringing, her family life, for example, where was the father of the child? I mean, he may not have been there that moment, uh, but where was he in the context of the rest of the family? The, the whole thing is a mystery, of course. Um, but that child will know that mom doesn't want him to play in the street. But that child will grow up knowing that it's because of fear, not because of love. We as human beings don't always interact with one another with charity. Sometimes we respond out of our own uh, emotional state in the moment. I'd say 95% of the time we uh, react out of where we are coming from. All of us. Completely understandable. And we can look at the Holy Family and say, well, they're perfect. I can never be like them. We can never be like them. My brothers and sisters, my mom, my dad, none of us could be like them. So why even try? Why even try to, to be kind, to be gentle? Oh, we're never going to be like them anyways. I'm going to pause and give you another image to ponder. There is something that often weighs on my mind. And I hope to change this in the next New Year's resolution, I promise you. But that, that thing that weighs on my mind often is, where am I going to go for lunch? And it's often a fast food restaurant. I hope to change this, I promise. And there are some restaurants you pull up to, and you get to the window, and it's, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> It's like, I don't know, well, for, for you to be courteous, for one, would be nice. Uh, two, I'll take it over three, I guess. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and let's put politics and, and even chicken aside, perhaps, and just look at Chick-fil-A. Mmm, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> if anything else, I go there because they're polite. They're kind. Now, do they always 100% mean it when they say, my pleasure? Every single time, do they always mean it when they say, my pleasure? I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt that they are always 100% behind that phrase. And there's a balance, my sisters and brothers, there's a balance between this inauthentic niceness, which I think does all kinds of damage to our culture. This idea that I have to be happy and kind and nice and polite and perfect all the time. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not authentic. But also what I'm not talking about is walking around with complete disregard for how you appear to others, how you interact with others, a complete disregard for the reality that we are an entire human family, that we are all brothers and sisters when it comes down to it. We cannot completely disregard, but we can't live our life falsely either. But I think family helps to teach us that sometimes just gotta be nice, just gotta be kind to one another. May not always mean it, 
not 100%, but you do love the other person. If you put emotion and, and the situation aside, you love the person. We can look at the Holy Family and say, can't do that, can't be that. But they're not perfect either. Mary herself, born without sin, expresses how anxious she was at losing the child Jesus. Now, if Mary can be anxious at losing Jesus for three days, mind you, not a coincidence, I think it's a good reminder that all of us lose Jesus every now and then. On Good Friday, for each of us, we lose Jesus for a couple of days. We search for him. We look for him. We are anxious without him. And we're in need of Jesus in our lives. We are anxiously looking for him. We're not perfectly at ease all the time. We need Jesus. We need to find Jesus. And when they find him, everything's all right again. Everything comes back together. They're able to be a family once more. I think this, this slight episode into the reality of the Holy Family, the reality of the Holy Family that from the moment of his birth included everything that comes with the baby, everything, the whole mess, the whole reality of humanity. We are called to be human, not perfect, especially not inauthentically perfect, but that's why Jesus came amongst us, to be with us, to invite all of us to look at one another as our brothers and sisters. Whether or not we have a precocious, I just love that word, precocious older brother uh, who knows exactly where everything is supposed to be all of the time, or if we're just trying our best to get along, we are human. And we need Jesus Christ, even at our own difficulty, in the midst of that human family. I hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org, where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.